Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we're walking through our building blocks of faith essentials, building a solid faith foundation. And we're going to look at this idea of Christian community and the importance of community. Before we dive into our topic on this episode, I just want to give you a quick heads up uh, about our college and career retreat that's coming up February 10th through the 11th in Greenville, North Carolina. It'll be hosted at People's Baptist Church and hosted by Collegians for Christ. Uh, this will be a great weekend. begins Friday, 7 o'clock, and will end Saturday around three o'clock. There will be some main preaching sessions. There'll be some relevant breakout sessions. We'll have a small group time, a fun group activity, delicious food. We'll have a hot topic Q&A session uh, where young people can submit their questions. We'll answer those with a panel. We'll also have a real talk uh, session with me and my wife. We'll engage in a session together and uh, looking for a great time. And if you're a college and career leader and you're bringing your young adults, we're also going to have some sessions specific for you to help equip you uh, to be build and to grow an effective college and career ministry. So there'll be something for everybody who comes. Uh, we'd love for you to bring your young adults. Uh, cost is $35. Uh, registration can be done at cfcretreats.com. And if you know of other churches, other young adults uh, who may be interested in this, pass the information off. You can call us if you have any information. But we're very excited. That's coming up quick. Uh, holidays are coming up, and then it will be here. So let's look at this idea of the importance of Christian community. We understand community is very important because the fact that we live in communities. So wherever you are based at, you live in a city, you live in a town, a county, whatever it is, it's considered a community. What is that? It's a place where people live together. And is it important? Yeah. Sometimes maybe we don't interact with our neighbors, maybe like they did years ago because they were maybe more dependent upon each other. Our society and culture is very independent. But regardless, we live amongst each other in this community. But scripture, God tells us that community is vital. And it's really vital to our Christian life. It's a very, very important building block as we consider what are the key core building blocks to our faith. And so thus far, we've looked at uh, a few of these building blocks, and we're going to look at this idea of community or fellowship, maybe a word we'll use interchangeably as we go through this study over the next three episodes. But we'll look in the book of Acts, chapter 2. The New Testament church is just beginning. It's exciting. Lots going on. Uh, you have Peter here preaching, and there's many people that are added unto the church. They're, they're becoming members of the church. You're talking about growth explosion here. Acts 2.41 says, And they that gladly received his word, they were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them 3,000 souls. Think about that uh, going on in your church on a Sunday morning, 3,000 people coming through the doors, brand new, excited, uh, ready to be involved. They're being baptized. I mean, you're talking about excitement, right? So that's great growth. And then we kind of find the pattern here of what they were doing. Verse 42 says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayer. So what is it that they uh, joined? together in in practice. Well, we see doctrine. We've already talked about the building block of pursuing God's word. And then we see they were in, to gather together in prayers. That was pursuing God through prayer. We just finished up talking about that. Breaking of bread could mean uh, the, the Lord's Supper, obviously, but also we like to gather around food as believers, right? That's just in, in many cultures, regardless of religious background or faith, food is that kind of common invitation ground that we'll gather around. So breaking of bread, and then it says fellowship. 
And that just means to share in or to participate together in. It means you're gathered with other people and you're doing something together. And so throughout Scripture, and especially the New Testament, we see believers coming together to share in and participate together for the common goal of God's work, the kingdom work, what God has uh, established us here for. And so I would say fellowship or this idea of community is an essential building block, not just for our faith, but as we've said, it's for society in general. It's interesting how often they engaged in these activities in our passage here. Verse number 42 says, and fear, uh, and fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all that believed were together and had all things in common. And it goes down to tell us uh, that they continued doing this daily. Verse 42 says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Verse 46 said they continued daily uh, in one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house and did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. So this is the primary and continual focus for these believers. It's what they focus their attention and energy on. And you say, is 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 community that important? Yes, it's vital. You know, why must we have the Christian community? I mean, if you think about the church, the church is that. It's a community of like-minded believers who have voluntarily joined themselves together for what? I mean, there has to be a purpose. There has to be a mission. It's to fulfill God's mission. It's to fulfill the great commission on this earth. It's to fulfill the truth of God's word. And so believers come together. They form this community. And within this community, it's very helpful because they are encouraging one another. They're strengthening one another. They're challenging one another. Because, you know, uh, we go out into in the world in our jobs, in our classes, uh, sometimes we're close with friends who are maybe believers, but we interject, especially in our society now, the more secular it gets, so that we need the encouragement when we come back to that place of community, when we have friends and believers we can shoot text to and pray for, and I'm encouraging, and we can do things together, we can study the Word of God together, there's great, great strength in that. So we see here as uh, these believers came together, you say, how are we joined together? You're saying the community is important, and it is, but what brings us together? Well, we see just a few things I'll share with you on this episode that kind of brings us together, because if you think about all of us are so different. I mean, think about the people you work with or the people you sit in class with, or the people that are in your community. And depending on where you live, this may be uh, more diverse than others, but uh, you have people that are from all different types of background. That's what I love about the university campus. It brings together so many young people from such diverse backgrounds, families, cultures, countries, all to one place. And here it all kind of merges together, and you have the opportunity to rub shoulders with all these different people. So what is it that can bring us together? Well, one is we're, as believers, we are adopted into God's family. Think about that just for a moment. Romans chapter 8 talks about how we're born into God's family. And as we're born into God's family, we are sons and daughters. We're, we're children of, the, of, the, of God. And it says here, as, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye, speaking of believers, have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And then he goes down in verse 17, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. And so think about this idea that you and I, 
as believers, no matter where we're from, no matter our cultural background, no matter our past, no matter anything, as a believer in Jesus Christ, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you are forever connected together with other believers. You are forever connected together with other believers. That's what brings you and I into this community. Now, we understand we're a part of the body of Christ at large, but we understand how the body of Christ operates through local churches, local assemblies. And so as you navigate towards and become a member of a local church, that is your your local community that you'll interact with uh, on a weekly basis. We see the, the believers here in the book of Acts were daily uh, they were interacting daily with one another. And so you and I are forever connected together with other believers because we are adopted into the same family. And I think that's why it's so hard when you see such division amongst believers and division inside the church. That ought not to be where you say, well, that's, that's about how my family is anyways. It's divided. There's drama. You know, you see some family situations that are like that. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and sometimes that kind of highlights that or maybe exaggerates uh, uh, that a little bit in our lives. But you have to think about this. You and I are on the same team playing against the same enemy. We are on the same team because we're playing against the same enemy. And the enemy wants nothing more than for you and I to be split up, to be fussing, to be griping, to be arguing, to be divisive, not to be able to look at the other person. I understand we're from all different backgrounds and there's certain uh, personalities that you click with better than others. But the fact that you and I are adopted into God's family, it brings us together, and Christian community is vital to your faith. If you want to have a strong faith, and and I see this in people's lives, people with a strong faith, they have a strong Christian community. They have brothers and sisters, uh, not necessarily siblings, but brothers and sisters in Christ of varying ages. And I think that's the other beautiful thing about the Christian community is it's not just people that are all the same age, but I, I find strength and I navigate towards men that are older than myself, especially when I was younger to glean from, to be mentored by, to be discipled by. Now I'm kind of middle-aged, I guess you would say, and so I still look to men that are older than me. I have good friends that are much older than me, but I also have young men who are younger than me that I'm looking to. Why? Because there's strength in that. There's help in that. And so building relationships with other committed believers is an essential thing to build on a strong faith foundation. We also see that we're connected together because of our love one for another. Uh, Jesus talked much about this in John chapter 13, uh, that our love for one another speaks volumes to other people. He says, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this... What? Your love to each other shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you have love one towards another. You see, love is an action word. It's a choice or decision that we make. It's not a feeling or emotion. And as such, to love each other means to do what? To invest time into building relationships with others. You know, you say, well, I'm very introverted, and that's okay. Some people are introverted. Some people are more extroverted. But being an introvert does not give you an excuse not to be a part of a Christian community, or if you're not careful, you allow that to be your crutch or your excuse not to engage in something that Christ has formed that is very, very beneficial. And so I think we see the importance of fellowship and kind of the the idea here uh, of why we're even able to come together through the adoption 
adoption into God's family. It's through the command to love one another. I mean, when you love one another, you automatically are coming together. But then through the establishment of the local church, God established, or Jesus started his church with the 12 disciples, and he brought them together in community. They joined the church, and they continued in the four practices that we saw there in verse 42, the doctrine, the breaking of bread, prayers, and in fellowship. And so when you're hanging out with other believers, don't look at that as wasted time. A big part of our ministry, our mission statement is to reach, teach, connect, and impact. That's a quick summation of it. And we spend at least 25% of our time reaching, 25% of our time teaching, and then 25% of our time connecting. So we're very big on building relationships connecting with other believers, facilitating opportunities for young people to come together and connect. Do you know how many times for a young person on a college campus to have a group, a campus ministry, a Bible study group to come to has saved their faith or saved them or kept them strong through their college experience? Do you know how many testimonies I've heard of that? Or somebody say, if I had that when I was there, this would not have happened. Why is that? Because it's Christian community. And it's what God has established, and it is a core, essential building block for us to have a healthy faith. So as you think about yourself and where you're at, how engaged are you in a Christian community? Are you a little more of an introvert, and so you're kind of backing away? Put yourself out there and realize that God has established this, that it is very beneficial. It's almost essentially needful for you to have that. And if you want to flourish in your Christian faith, you want to thrive in your Christian faith, then build relationships and join together in that Christian community to, for what reason? For the purpose of doing God's work. And we'll look at uh, next week, uh, the problem of, if we're going to look at Christian community, what would be the opposite of it on our next episode, the idea or the problem of isolation. And so we'll dive into that if you'll join with us on our next episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.